foodie. 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 Alright, here we are in the Not A Foodie studio, which is not actually a studio, it's just a dining room in Queens. It's the Not A Foodie podcast. I am Tom. I'm Mike. And we are your Not A Foodie podcast hosts. And um, we're, we're hosts, and we're featured guests, and we're sort of the whole deal. And right? you're also the producer. <laughs> I am the producer. I'm the sound editor. I'm, uh, Mike is talent. Mike is Mike is that's it. Mike is talent. He, he shows up. So Mike, um, this is this is an early morning. <laughs> Did you say you have a pretty face? I said I'm a pretty face. On yeah, the podcast. pretty face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our first early morning podcast. Too early. It's not really that early. It's like nine fifteen, and I had to just explain to Mike, like, uh, you know, I've got kids. This is not early for me, but I, Mike is a restaurant restaurant tours so. i got home at midnight and i like not from going out like i just i left work and i got home at midnight like yeah completely different lifestyles so we got to squeeze in a podcast whenever we can um Pod so. don't sleep exactly literally <laughs> so um this morning i i texted mike as like mike you want one breakfast come on over and we'll record a podcast so this is this is the breakfast edition of the not a foodie podcast and I think today we should talk about uh, breakfast foods because because it's breakfast time. Yeah, breakfast foods and diners. I have a lot to say about diners. Oh, really? Diners, I think, are um, like a, a pillar of America is like the diner. I yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I agree. What, what did, you said that your friend said about the podcast that we've got a lot of hot takes that that he agrees with all of them. Uh, he said almost all of them and didn't tell me what he didn't agree with. <laughs> Shout out, Sean. But, Sean is uh, Eddie Sweet Shop alumni as well. Ah, Eddie Sweet Shop, for those of you who don't know, is a 100-year-old, is 100-plus-year-old ice, ice cream parlor, parlor uh, in Queens, in Forest Hills, in the neighborhood that uh, Mike and I both live. And My Mike worked there job. for years, yeah. So, um, so anyway, diners. I so when I think of diners, I think of um, I think of New York, like uh, the New York diner, the Queens diner, so things like that. I have a lot to say about diners. First off, is diner hierarchy? <laughs> okay. Okay. New Jersey has the best diners. It goes New Jersey, then Long Island, then Queens and Brooklyn can be like tied, and then Manhattan. And then Midtown Manhattan has the absolute fucking worst diners in the world. Really? Oh, my God. There's this place across the street from the restaurant. It's garbage. It's like if I order – I order burgers medium rare. At diners, I order me- the medium. Don't give it to me fucking medium well. Don't charge me $20 <laughs> for a fucking burger with frozen-ass french fries and give it to me medium well. And I, I don't send food back, not because, like, I hate to be a dick because I would totally be a dick um, because – I don't like wasting food. Wow, Mike, can I just point out that we've earned our explicit rating <laughs> on iTunes? Is, if you're going to get me riled up about uh, something, it's not cooking a burger right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that, brother. <laughs> I, so I think that diners in Manhattan um, have... I, I think that they've just become victim to everything else in Manhattan, which is like you know raising rents, you're cutting costs... And I think diners at one point in Manhattan were probably really good, but now they're just trying to squeeze as much as they Have can. Have you ever ate at the Seinfeld Diner? 
Is that it's is that Tom's it, Diner yeah, on the Tom, Upper West Side? Yeah. Isn't the song Tom's Diner about the one in Brooklyn too? I don't know what the song Tom's Diner, but do, the name do, of the do, diner. Do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's Suzanne Vega, like the Suzanne Vega diner. But um, Tom's Diner was the name of the diner from Seinfeld, right? Yeah, and it's still there, Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've eaten there. Um, as I've eaten at the Soup Nazi and. How I, is it? It's it's a New York diner. It's a Manhattan diner. So yeah, it's, it's a Manhattan much. diner. <laughs> I so I will agree in theory um, about your diner rankings. I think that I think that Long Island and New Jersey are on par with one another. Um, I I think like if you take the best Long Island diner and the best New Jersey diner, sure. But like as a whole, okay, I think New Jersey diner. I when I I used to repair wine preservation machines. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually a factory certified wine station repair technician. Wow, jack of all trades. Yeah, it is a weird thing I can do. Um, so New Jersey has a, New Jersey liquor licenses are very weird. You can't just apply for one. There's only so many available. Okay. So every huge that's why they only have like huge liquor stores in New Jersey. There's not like mom and pop liquor stores. So I I would go to New Jersey all the time to repair wine preservation machines, to install wine preservation machines, all that fun stuff, and I would always just go eat at a diner. And the diners are phenomenal. I I agree, and I th- I always said I always had this theory that um, Long Island and New Jersey are sort of they're the similar through the looking glass of Manhattan. Like there's so many similarities, but they're completely different. But like there's the Bruce Springsteens to the Billy Joels. There's the, it's it's the weird through the looking glass of Manhattan that you have there. That's why they're all bridge and tunnel to us. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, you came this way or that, that way. way? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's alienate the, the whole, let's alienate 90% of our listening audience. <laughs> not in New York city. Um, so oh, what about Pennsylvania diners? I, I, I have no, no, I, I literally can't give a, a thing. So I have, there are two things for me about Pennsylvania diners. Number one, I feel like they're more country, which is nice. Like you go to a, yeah. you know, a Poconos diner or something like that. Number two, Scrapple. Scra- I mean, have you had Scrapple? It's like an egg thing? No. It's no. like a, um, all right, you're making breakfast sausage or, you know, any kind of cured meat product. Um, it's pretty much the byproduct, all the little cuts of meat that don't go into the sausage. So sausage is like all the cuts of meat that you don't eat for like pork chops and things like that. Scrapple is like everything else that's left over, pressed and cured and pressed into this like little loaf that they slice up and fry. So it's a meat product, um, and the first time I had it. So wait, do they make it like at it's a it's a it purely like... Pennsylvania thing? Like there's maybe three or four companies that make Scrapple. Okay, and you go you at Pennsylvania diners you can get Scrapple. So it's like Taylor Ham from New Jersey. Exactly, okay. exactly. But it's it's very Pennsylvania and um, it's very Pennsylvania diner. When uh, I drove, I went to college in Michigan, so we drove from uh, Michigan back to New York, we stopped at like this random podunk Pennsylvania town and we ate at a, like inside of a hotel, like a restaurant inside of a hotel, bar mm-hmm. type thing. And it was wonderful for like, just like stumbling onto a place. There were four of us and we were all very, very happy with like this random, it was like right near uh, Williamsport, which is where they oh, yeah, the Little, Little League World, World Series. Series. Yeah. I think that breakfast is, breakfast has the ability to make or break your day. I think you have a shitty breakfast and I mean, I'm not talking about like you eat unhealthy. I'm talking about you go and have a bad dining experience while eating breakfast. 
it just sets you on the wrong path. Because for the day. it's so easy to do it right. Like the the bodega bacon egg and cheese is yeah. like I, my if I the the basic bro hungover uh, hangover remedy bodega bacon egg and cheese. Uh, I do ketchup hot sauce and a blue Gatorade. I in my day I was a green Gatorade person. Green. Yeah, that green, that lemon lime. Oh, uh, yellow, 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 not green. Yeah, like nuclear green. But I, I'm with you on the on the breakfast sandwich. I'm a sausage egg and cheese guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember years ago, like years and years ago, um, right out of college, I was working. I was doing a job out in um, San Francisco or like the Silicon Valley area, and it was Halloween. And I woke up at a buddy's house the day after this Halloween party. Everyone's still, like, got makeup on. And there's random people that have hooked up, like, walking around the house that we have no idea who they are. People are crashing on couches and floors and stuff. And someone was like, oh, I'm going to go out and get some breakfast. Um, does anybody want any breakfast? And I said, yeah, give me uh, uh, bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. And they looked at me like crazy. And I was like, what? And, you know, I didn't realize this is me. I'd never like left New York at that up until that point, really. Never been to California. And the fact that they didn't know what that was. Um, so they came they come back with a sandwich for me and it's like scrambled eggs, um, some sausage. I think I ordered sausage, egg and cheese. It's either sausage or bacon. Um, bacon or sausage, and then um, two slices of like white bread, um, like a sandwich. And 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 everybody that saw that said, oh my God, that's a great idea. That's so awesome. I'm going to have that. And I was like, no, well, yeah, I mean, I it's guess. Terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like, you know, it's sort of like bad pizza. It's still pizza, It's but it's, if it's you, not the same. If you've never had a New York City bacon, egg, and cheese, the roll is the most important part. It's a Kaiser roll. Yeah. Which is like a, a circular roll with like, what? Sesame? Poppy seeds. Poppy seeds. There we yeah. go. And it's just. Really delicious, um, and it, it is so. Well, it's crucial. prolific. It's prolific. It's everywhere. You can go to any bodega, and you know, you go to get it for a dollar fifty or a dollar if you, mm. you know, maybe dollar twenty five, a dollar fifty if you want an extra egg on it. And it's so easy to make and so easy to find, and it's the perfect breakfast food. And I will, I, I will have this argument with my friends from New Jersey that say that you need to have a Taylor ham egg and cheese breakfast sandwich um you know what you grew up with that that's fine <laughs> more power to you but i need my sausage egg and cheese sec with uh with a with a coffee what's your go-to diner order it is a sausage egg and cheese it's still a sausage egg and cheese sandwich all day if, if i'm gonna have oh like an all-day diner order yeah what's just oh, your go- not your go-to breakfast your go-to diner order oh it really depends it depends where i'm where I am here uh, in I, Queens, I don't know that I have one. I usually get a French onion soup. Really, it's like something I yeah, French onion soup and uh, some sort of sandwich. Um, but oh, actually, always a sandwich, either a sandwich or a wrap, all the time. Well, I was I would always get a gyro. Like that yeah. that was that was my go to, and then I moved to Queens, and again, gyros are everywhere now, and you can get gyros from actual Greek places, not mm-hmm. diners that are pretending to be Greek or diners that once were Greek. Um, so that used to be my go-to. It was the, the gyro sandwich with a Greek salad and French mm-hmm. fries. And of course you got to put melted mutts on the French fries and, and gravy. gravy. That's that. It, I think that is totally a Northeast. I don't even know if it's Northeast. I think it's New York and New Jersey 
thing. It's like the disco fries. Yeah, it's like until you have poutine, it's the best thing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so disco fries are French fries that are they got to be nice and crispy. They they can't be soggy. They have to be steak fries. Yeah, they have to be the thick steak fries. They can't be shoestring fries. They can't be like McDonald's esque like regular French fries. They they must be steak fries. And then they you you take a whole bunch of uh, mozzarella or I mean I've only had them with mutts, but I've seen other people put cheddar on them. Um, You take them, put them under the broiler till everything gets nice and bubbly and crispy. And then you pour brown gravy on it, and those are disco fries, and those are the best. When the bars close at 4 a.m., you got to go get some disco fries. At, you know, watch the sun come up. Uh, I can I can tell you my my best diner moment that I've ever had. Oh, okay, I don't think I have any best diner. Moments. It took place. Uh, it was Odessa, which was on the Lower East Side. It was in the East Village, actually. Um, I think it was on Avenue A, and it was. Probably four thirty-five o'clock in the morning, and um, Odessa was this great little diner that had—I don't even—I I don't think it's there anymore. But it was a diner on one side and sort of a loungy type bar on the other side, mm. and um, it was like four thirty in the morning. I was there with a bunch of friends, and we were sitting there drunk, eating disco fries, and um, the song "Africa" by Toto comes it's on good the music. Mu- <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> And that comes on, and one of my buddies gets up and just starts singing, like belting it out. And the whole diner just got up in their red, you know, faux leather booths, standing in their booths, singing Toto by Africa in the East Village at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. And it was it was a quintessential New York diner moment. I, I think that's just a quintessential like life moment at that point. <laughs> I grew up on Long Island, and it was in the age of uh, when not everybody had a cell phone, and it was... What, what was that like? <laughs> well, it was... First of all, you had to actually make plans with your friends you like ahead of time. I did have a pager. I had a pager in like 10th grade. Yeah, 11th grade. Um, but because uh, I was badass, wanted to be like, you know, I was, I was a rapper. <laughs> I was not a rapper, but I was pretending. Um, but... Uh, we would make plans to go out Friday, Saturday night, and we'd all meet up someplace. This is this is the way that it went. We'd meet up in a parking lot someplace. We'd decide what we were going to do, what bar was going to serve us underage, what club we were going to go to, whatever. And then it was like, okay, and we'll meet you at X diner at 4 a.m. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to go to the diner. I want to go to the bagel store at 4 a.m. So it was either the diner or the bagel store. But the... the wait, bagel stores being open at 4 a.m. is the most long I am. <laughs> A&S Bagels in Franklin Square was a bagel warehouse open 24 hours a day that just baked bagels. And they're still there. And they're great. They're some of the best bagels in the world. And we used to joke that sometimes the line to get a bagel at A&S Bagel at 4 a.m. was longer than the line to get into the club. Like, it, it was crazy. And it was a club scene. It was just people well, just drunk waiting for bagels. Have you ever been to Cherry Valley at, like, 3 a.m.? Cherry Valley. You've never been to Cherry Valley, period. Which, which Cherry Valley? Cherry Valley is a... It is the best deli in Whitestone. It's the best deli, and it is in Whitestone. Whitestone, Queens. Yeah. Um. So essentially, Cherry Valley is like, you know when you like get stoned and put a bunch of stuff in a sandwich? Um. Maybe. It, it's like that, but they have like a hundred of those. <laughs> so like just a sandwich that's got, you know, chicken fingers and cherry peppers. And... Like, um, I'll pull it up. I'm going to like read off my favorite sandwich from them. Uh, is it something that um like... All right, I'll let you. I'll let you do. No, that. no, we can keep talking about whatever. But I'm, I'm like genuinely. So, so there's, there's actually like um, a feud. 
There's Cherry Valley on one corner. And then obviously because it's Queens, there's a, another deli on the opposite. A corner. deli or a diner? Deli. These are both delis. Oh, they're delis. But, okay. they're, but the Cherry Valley doesn't have seats. Christina's on the other side does have seats. So that's like the, the is it, This argument. is like the Pats and Genos of... Uh, of Queens. Yeah. Queens? It's actually like I have like friends that say Christina's is better and I like them less because of it. <laughs> so Cherry Valley, one thing that they do is a couch fry. Which uh, are, wait, a couch fry? C O U C H couch, yeah, like what you like sit on. sitting on the couch. Okay, they're disco fries, but they are waffle disco fries. Oh, so like waffle fries, waffle. With... Yeah, I wonder why they call them couch fries. Uh, because after <laughs> because you're so stoned that you're eating these on the couch. So like this, I pulled up their uh, like Grubhub, so it has like the most popular, most ordered ones. Uh, the Corona is chicken cutlets with bacon, cheddar. Onion rings and barbecue sauce on a toasted garlic hero. The beast is chicken cutlet with bacon, Swiss onion rings, brown gravy on a toasted garlic. Wait, wait hero. so they just they just switch the cheese up on that and uh, gravy. Oh, and gravy. Um, yeah, the the menu's massive. Oh, here, bomb grilled steak with bacon, cheddar, onion rings, and brown gravy on toasted garlic. There, there's so many. There's like, I want to just see where it goes to on sandwiches. It goes to like a hundred and five. Oh, then then they add wraps too, and then there's burgers. It's just a massive, massive menu. I love that about diners in general. I lo- I know this is not a diner. This is a, a sandwich shop slash deli. Slash I mean, place, this could but... be like a Guy Fieri episode. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's it's awesome. It's the best place. It's it's like a it's a big ass bodega, mm-hmm. and everyone's there at three a.m. Super drunk, wanting to eat fried food. <laughs> Well, that, that's what I love about those places is that you can go at 3 a.m. and the menu is so massive you can get whatever you want. It's like, do you want filet of sole, like really crappy filet no. of sole, but like filet of sole at 3 a.m.? You could do that while the person next to you eats pancakes and the person across from you is eating some crazy sandwich combination that you would have never thought of. I mean, I love going into a diner where the menu looks like uh, the Bible. It's just like a tome of of food that should be eaten uh, at 3 a.m. Yes. What I don't like are I don't like Denny's. I don't like I don't like no. Oh my god. Chain diners. <laughs> like uh, I like I mean I, when I was in college we had uh, Perkins and Perkins is a you know a chain of diners and that was fine. That was it. It did. It served its purpose. Like we would go in there and you know drink coffee and smoke cigarettes, and because that's what people did in the nineties. And <laughs> have you ever been to um, oh, what it's like Denny's, but like for rural, for like Middle America, where like everybody's white. Um, oh my! God. I no, probably not. I don't know what what is it called. Uh, shit. It, it's a chain. All right. Are you talking about Cracker Barrel? Yes, I am. Yes. That's <laughs> literally what I'm talking about is Cracker Barrel. They are the worst. I've been to – no, I've been to Cracker Barrel and had um, – They have gift shops. Yes, yes. No, I, I, I understand Cracker Barrel and – like I, My problem with Cracker Barrel is – I mean, aside from a whole bunch of things, but my, my problem with Cracker Barrel's food is that I feel like – it's easy to find more authentic versions of everything that they have on their menu if you just go five minutes out of the way. Like I remember being down down in uh, South Carolina and going to a Cracker Barrel and thinking like, why am I at this Cracker Barrel eating biscuits and gravy when I could just go to this like legit 
diner down the road, country diner, and have legit biscuits and gravy. Probably biscuits like the size of your face. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Cracker Barrel's just the worst. I, I wouldn't. I will hold judgment on that. I don't know that Cracker Barrel is the worst. I know that uh, uh, for like a million reasons, Cracker Barrel is yeah. the worst. <laughs> but like, I like the first. I've only been to Cracker Barrel once, and after leaving, I uh, texted my friend. And I was like, "Just ate a Cracker Barrel. Totally understand every problem people have with America now." <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Barrel. If you guys want to contact us for sponsorship, please <laughs> give me a call. Don't. <laughs> So who who have we alienated so far in our sponsorship? So Fernet Branca is never going to call us for a sponsorship. Cracker Barrel is never going to call us for a sponsorship. Um, fine. Yeah, many fine. others. They're all fine with you. Yeah. <laughs> As the Whatever. producer of this podcast. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, no, no one can call me a sellout. Yeah, right? <laughs> good. 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 Fernet Branca. That'll help you in the poorhouse. sucks. <laughs> See, I totally disagree with. I, so I don't disagree with you on Cracker Barrel. I think that Cracker Barrel is um, you can find better food outside of Cracker Barrels if you just hunt for it. For Net Branca, I just think you're flat out wrong. <laughs> but that's where that's where we differ. Um, so, what's your favorite uh, breakfast like side? So the diner across the street from my apartment is not a good diner. It is a bad diner. But they have the best turkey sausage I've ever had in my life. Turkey and sausage is an abomination. No, it's like genuinely really good. Uh, uh, I, I'm, you're going to have to bring some over yeah, next time. Yeah, no problem. And then does french fries count? Because french fries is always my favorite. I love that you can always get french fries at a diner. Yeah. Like any time of day you can Fr- get french fries like, at a diner. French fries is maybe one of my favorite foods. <laughs> like like <laughs> genuinely. Or, so you don't go in for like the corned beef hash or anything like that? Um, When we... Got breakfast together a month ago when we were like talking about this. I got corned beef hash, mm-hmm. and because I hadn't had it in a very long time, and I was like, "Oh no, this isn't what I thought it was." Like corned beef hash is something that can be screwed up very easily. Maybe, maybe they did. Yeah, um, I, I mean, hash is delicious if it's done properly. It's got to be yeah, crispy on the outside, a little bit of creamy on the inside, and you know, salty but a little sweet from peppers and onions being in it. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, if I'm doing like just breakfast breakfast it'll just be meat yeah and eggs i'm a side of sausage guy potatoes of some sort and just in my and toast i usually what kind toast. of toast what do you go for because i know you know the what are the um, what, what's the holy trinity that they always say you want white wheat or, uh, white wheat or rye right yeah and then if I, you go out west it's a uh, sourdough is always thrown in there too i would definitely pick sourdough sourdough me too but it, but in I new york white really white, toasted white dip in in uh Sunny side up egg is like heaven. See rye. I'm 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 a rye person for mm. that. Well, I I just like the the butter on the toast and dipping in the egg, and I just feel like white bread is. I I love that. I love that too. But what I feel is that rye gets um a little crisper. Oh, okay. And I love dipping. You know, you take your little point of toast and dip mm. it in a good sunny side up fried egg. Um. I like the the combination of the yolkiness, the the soft and you know liquid of the yolkiness to the crispiness of the rye toast. The last uh, time I went to a diner for lunch, I ordered. Uh, I wanted a buffalo chicken wrap. They didn't. They don't have buffalo chicken wraps, so they're instantly not a good diner. 
This is the diner across the street this from your apartment. This is the diner across the street from it my apartment. It sounds like you need to move. Actually, no. You I you am also <laughs> you also live across the street from one of the best pizza places in Queens. So yeah. <laughs> that they, I guess it all evens out. Um. So then I was like, okay, let me get a French onion soup, Greek salad, and a side of turkey sausage. And the waitress looks at me and she's like, that is a weird order. <laughs> and then like walks away. I feel like for the person at the diner to tell you that that's a weird order. Yeah, that, no, that's, I was, that's I was definitely like order. reconsidering a lot like, of things. I, yeah, you, you take a step like, back. I've, like, I've never this t- is a person at, at a diner who has seen everything. That person has seen four people get stabbed like overnight. <laughs> And they're telling you that that's a weird order. And, like, I've never told anybody that they had a weird order in my life. So, like, I was like, wow, this must be, like, really weird. Either that you were just like, respect. All right. Yeah. Cool. I was like, I was like now watch me demolish this because that's, that's what I'm going to do. And maybe I'll have a chocolate shake to, like, just put the cherry on top. Well, that's that's the other thing. Like, you could be sitting next to somebody. You you know, you got your filet of soul. Your friend's got pancakes. And then, you know. Your friend is she's housing a an ice cream sundae that's got you know a side of Jello with a single grape in it or something like that. There's diners always, are the best. They've got great desserts. New York diners. I don't yeah. know about. I can't speak to diners in other places, but that's that's the New York City it, diner. The diner or the Long Island, New Jersey. Tri-state. Diner. Yes. The the diner across the street from my apartment in Michigan. My first year living at that house, it was a diner. The next year, it was a diner slash brewery. Wait, what? That's it's Michigan. That's, yeah, I was gonna say that's a. So they they added a second part and they made a brewery. It's called Crankers. The beer's actually really good. If I'm ever back in Michigan, I'll bring you some. I, I travel a lot, and I don't know. You know, I think I've I've traveled a little bit more than you. Um, yes. But what is your favorite? Do you have a favorite city for breakfast? Because I definitely have two favorite cities for breakfast um, in when, in the U.S. So I was in Denver. Uh, that's in, Denver was gonna be my number yeah. two. I, I was in Denver in uh, Memorial Day weekend, May. And so d- we did de- Denver and like Boulder's right there. So you can just count as like the same thing. Yeah, Colorado breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Number two we, on my yeah, list. Yeah, phenomenal. Just every place we went to was phenomenal. One place there was um, there's like a hair in my water or something. So like, I just was like, just give me a new glass of water. Whatever, not a big deal. They just brought me like this huge plate sized pancake that they were running on special they're like so sorry here you go <laughs> like i was like okay like this is what, wonderful what i love about the the united states is um the regional food that you can get everywhere and i love that there's this i don't know if it's west of the mississippi but all of a sudden when huevo rancheros start mm-hmm. to become good and green chili yeah green chili starts to become good and it's it's crazy. You can you can see it's not just a it's not a single line. It's like a gradient of like, all right, East Coast has a very specific things. And then all of a sudden the gradient starts to happen. And then now all of a sudden you're getting huevos rancheros and you're getting breakfast tacos and, and things like that. Huevos rancheros in New York can be like very disappointing. Yeah. Well, in, in New York, I feel like. I feel like Mexican food can be very disappointing. Um, I, I we like, have one of the best Mexican restaurants in the world in New York City. Yeah, but I'm talking about like just regular. I'm talking about like regular, okay. like you know, yeah, you're, yeah. When you're in in Texas, you know, you can just mm-hmm. go down the block and get the you know at some small little nothing place and get like the best little Mexican. Mm-hmm. I think in New York, the culture is um, it, people are familiar with Mexican food, so there are Mexican restaurants, but they might not be run by Mexican people. So, like, um, there's a great little um, 
sandwich shop and taco place here in Queens that I order from all the time that is not actually run by Mexicans. And I think that's, I think it's Peruvian. No, it's Ecuadorian. They're, they're Ecuadorian folks and they've got Mexican specials on the menu and the Mexican specials are delicious and they're really good. And they're probably the closest Mexican. Uh, it's probably like the closest authentic Mexican food that I have that will deliver to my house, but it's run by, you know, a what bunch place? of Ecuadorians. Um, I, it's a sandwich shop. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up. I, I don't, it's, I think it's, uh, I don't know. When, I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you. When I was saying one of the best Mexican restaurants in the world, I was talking about Cosme, which is yes. genuinely yes. one of the best dining experiences I've ever had ever. Yeah, but they're not going to deliver it to my house, and they're not no. going to deliver like um, you know. The I, I don't know and, how good yeah. mole travels. <laughs> True, but so my number one breakfast. Oh yeah, back to that. Speak. I mean, it all ties together. Is Austin, Austin, Texas. I want to go to Austin. So one of one of my best friends was living there, but she uh, she had to go be an adult and pursue her master's degree. That's not being an adult. Yeah. So um, <laughs> shout out Hannah. So Hannah, uh, I, I don't know you, and I'm sure you're a lovely person, but yeah, that's and good luck on your master's degree. But that's not becoming an adult. <laughs> so she she's back in uh, Virginia. So I can't. I don't have a place to stay. And ACL was this weekend. Austin City Limits. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna make it down there eventually. I met the owner of this mexican restaurant down there called los palamos she came to becca when i was bandaging there okay and she was like you have to come you have to come to my restaurant i was like okay next time i'm in next uh, in uh, austin i will be at los palamos so man austin is i mean i think the best bloody mary i ever had was in austin the best um they've got um some really good breakfast sandwiches they've got great breakfast taco i mean the breakfast taco was pretty much invented in austin and, you know, just lots of really, really great, great breakfast food. They know how to stay up late, and then they know how to heal you the next morning by giving you really awesome food that brightens your day. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, even um, even the chain, the sort of small chain restaurants yeah. in Austin are just are phenomenal um, for you know, for breakfast and things like that. I, I mean, it, at uh, in Denver, all the places I've had for breakfast are like they're called jelly or butter, or <laughs> um, uh, what was the last one was actually the one that gave me the pancake is actually like a, a snooze. Snooze is called it's called snooze and AM eatery. Oh, is that the one in um in the station in the, in the train the, station? There's multiple. I yeah. went to the one in Boulder. There's a few because we we hiked a mountain in Boulder, so we uh just got brunch there afterwards have you ever had migas no they're um migas are uh it's definitely a, a tex-mex sort of thing like an austin thing um and or at least the ones that i had in austin um and it's tortilla chips fried up with um jalapenos and chilies and eggs and all mixed together with like a salsa but you get like the crunch from the tortilla chips and this, this sounds mean, like something that the kitchen just makes in the morning sometimes i mean probably yeah <laughs> it's it's delicious do you do a diner chili no 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 i i can't i mean i feel like diner chili is just like Really bad sloppy Joe in a pot that they so, yeah. So no. in a restaurant, chili and, and I'm sorry, but like sorry to interrupt, but like that's an overgeneralization. I'm sure there are diners out there that have really good chili, but I mean I've never had a good chili experience. Yeah, um, chili 
and soups for the most part are like the best things in restaurants because it's just the odds and ends of all their stuff right put together <laughs> but like i do french onion soup all the time and uh, i feel like the french onion soup's always good but the chili is like i don't think i have ever ordered chili my i have sean who uh he listened to the first episode i think yeah, he listened to the first episode. He told me he agreed with most of my hot takes and nothing else. Right. Um, on his college graduation party afterwards, we all went to the Georgia Diner, which is a Queens institution. Yeah. Um, and we were all very drunk. And he's like, I'm going to get the chili. And I was looking at it. And I said, Sean, there are too many things in this chili. It's not going to be good. It was like a very sober yeah. sentence that I said. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to get it. And it came out, and it was, like, the most disgusting. New Yorkers do not know chili. Like, New Yorkers... I mean, chili changes, you know, from region to region. But I will say that, in general, New Yorkers do not know chili. Like, chili doesn't doesn't usually have beans. Chili, it's just, you know, a good, proper Texas chili is something that most New Yorkers have never tasted before. And if they did, they would never order chili at a diner. <laughs> so, Mike, I know that you don't cook a lot. In your in your kitchen, but what was the last thing that you cooked yourself for breakfast? Like what? what... Oh, uh, frittata. What was in it? Uh, zucchini, tomatoes, low fat mutts, and uh, seasoning. The zucchini frittata is um, one of those things that takes me back to my childhood. My grandfather used to make it. He used to he used to make a whole bunch of them. Um, and bring them to the beach, and we would eat them throughout the day, sort of like cold, warm, you know, mm-hmm. like room temperature. And it was always um, it was zucchini, basil, all from his garden. Zucchini, basil, um, some pecorino romano cheese, you know, a little olive oil. Sometimes you throw some tomatoes in there, but it's really the combination of basil, zucchini, and pecorino romano instantly. Like it's amazing. Instantly brings, brings me to my grandfather and That's my grandfather awesome. teaching me how to make that. Like when I was, you know, I don't know, eight years old or something. <laughs> That's insane. It's crazy. This is the same grandfather that taught me how to make an egg cream. So <laughs> it's good. I, I like putting the tomatoes at the bottom of the frittata because when you bite into it, you have like all that delicious because the frittata is just egg and like right whatever seasoning but the tomato is like so bright and fresh i usually take the tomato and put it on top i slice it thin and put it on top and then put it under the broiler Mm -hmm. so that it um it evaporates a lot of the water and concentrates the flavor a little bit of the tomato um but that's just me there's no wrong way to make no, it for for ta- for ta- as long as you make it with love. It's a it works. <laughs> you know the other thing, and and we just had this a little while ago. The other thing that um, brings me back to my grandfather is, uh, or just my youth is, uh, peppers and eggs with a little potato in it. Mm-hmm. Like that was a very, very sort of um, Italian growing up. Like grandpa would make this once in a while, and it was delicious. I mean, I I used to love those, and I I made one this morning, and um, it was great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Mike. Mike came over. I had to feed him before he's off to work. Um, so we made some peppers and eggs with uh, with potatoes. Um, simple, like just an omelet, you know. But with some some gently sautéed peppers and onions in it, it makes it nice and sweet. I put a little pepper, uh, you know, some chili pepper from my uh, my garden in it, give it a little heat, and uh, and that was it. And then well, I melted some cheese on top of it because you know I'm not a monster. <laughs> you have to always have melted cheese on top of your breakfast. Um. Okay, I, I'm really content. Uh, I got I got my grievances out about New York City diners. I got 
I, I spoke my mind about Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I, uh, I shouted at Cherry Valley. It's a pretty good pod. So you, you're done. You're, you're content with the, with the content. You, you made your statements. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> your just, voice has been heard i, I sang toto it's a <laughs> okay um i guess we'll wrap it up then and you can send all of your hate mail to mike at notafoodie.com you could send all of your this is a great podcast email all your fan mail goes to tom at notafoodie.com oh um actually back to frittatas uh, i'm big on frittatas and i tried to whenever i make a frittata i'll post on instagram with hashtag frittata life so <laughs> Make those frittatas, hashtag frittata life, at not a foodie picks, hashtag not a foodie. Spell frittata life for everybody. F-R-I-T-T-A-T-A-L-I-F-E. F-R-I-T-T-A-T-A-L-I-F-E. Uh, yeah, yeah. Frittata, frittata life. Like life. Yeah. All right, cool. Frita- hashtag frittata life, hashtag not a foodie. Go to not a foodie picks, at not a foodie picks on Instagram. And subscribe uh, iTunes, subscribe Google Play, subscribe Stitcher, Stitcher, however you listen to your podcast. Five stars. And also tell us what we're doing wrong. Yes. Well, tell Mike what he's doing wrong because, you know, when I'm, I'm, I'm perfect, I know that. I mean, four stars. I love Cracker Barrel. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Tom. I'm Mike. And have a good day. Thank you.